This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Padman from the Bay to LA and beyond. We are going into part three, people, part three uh, that I titled uh, Once Upon a Time in Kensington. That was a segue. It should have said vaccination, uh, black hesitancy, but you know, you never know how these podcasts are going to go. I just go with the flow, baby. I just go with the flow, unscripted, unedited. Like the uh, CDC uh, director was saying, you know, this is unscripted, unedited. I'm like, well, you know what? More of that. More of that. More unscripted. More unedited. Just speak on it. If it's something that you can't speak on, say, hey, you know what? I don't know. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. It's that simple. I think it's that simple. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. People like to complicate things. Hey, I got a piece of information I want to share with folks. If you want more information on health plans, uh, yeah, more information on health plan doctors, pharmacies, and services offered, you can go to healthcareoptions.d, as in dog, hcs.ca.gov, or you can call them at 1-800-430-4263, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and someone can help you get materials and information on health plans services, doctors, and prescription drugs. If you need uh, more information in another language, you can call the 1-800-430-4263 Monday through Friday at the same time. This is brought to you by California Department of Health Care Services. That's right. We're sharing information here. People, get up on it. Get up on it. Get up on it. Get down on it. You know that song by the um the name of the band. That's that's not cool. That's that's not cool in the gang. Ah, there it is. It's not cool. It's cool in the gang. Get down on it. So anyway, I uh, we're we're gonna continue with part three, and uh, then I'm I got. This is the beauty about getting up a little early, I guess, right? I can knock out all kind of podcasts and be done with my day and um, do the things that I want to do, like uh, go smell some pine trees or do a little bike trail. I haven't been on my bike in a couple of days. Um, I have to watch that. I, I have to actually monitor. I was just thinking about that. Um. Yeah, I gotta. I have to monitor that. I, I can't just get out there and start riding my bike uh, in the sun. I have to, you know, uh, have to measure, you know, when the sun is out, and you know, because I have a lot of gear on, or I might be sweating more than usual. Got to have water. Got to hydrate myself. That's how people die. Just get out there, start doing extracurricular activities without, you know, having the proper. Uh, attire on or, or enough water I think most a lot of people's issues are um, dives into dehydration especially in construction and having some some uh, memory flashes of a uh, course I, I took the other day on OSHA um, health and uh, yeah OSHA it was it was 
can't remember it off off back but it was it was all about uh occupational health and planning uh for construction and a lot of great notes i took from that course uh one year later into uh the pandemic um i'm reminded of what what really uh what really got me was i remember it i was in the berkeley hills i was in the house that i was staying and uh i think i i just done a podcast or i was testing out some equipment and looked over i never really i'm not into the whole twitter thing but i've been doing twitter because i end up hitting the link to connect to my twitter account but on this particular day i go on to twitter or something that attracted me there and i look to the right and there's a picture of chatwick bowman you know aka the black panther from the black panther movie and it says chatwick bowman dead at 40 i think it's 47 i'm like what my heart just dropped i think i even did a podcast on it um I, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, but Chadwick had some uh, multi-morbidity uh, health issues uh, prior to that. And I haven't read up on, you know, what got him, you know, what, what took his life, you know, what was the end result. But according to everything that I've, I've been reading and researching. If you have a, if you have an issue, um, if you have medical issues, um, you know, COVID, COVID's not good. It's not good, people. So, the article that I brought up on LinkedIn the other day, um, you know, uh, I'm sorry, not LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn, and then there was I, I did some more of the research. And that led me to WebMD with the conversation with the chief medical officer, John White, as he had an awesome conversation, 14 minutes long. Um, I highly recommend everybody just I keep bringing it up because it's such it was such a great, thorough, straightforward interview. I loved everything that she had to say um, to regards of uh, um, people of color having uh, fears and issues with uh, being vaccinated. And here's the thing, people. I was, I won't say I was against the vaccinations, but I wasn't for them in the very beginning, like a lot of people. But here's the thing. I was around people who were just, you know, they don't have medical backgrounds. They're just going off of their, their history or what they think. And you have to watch and monitor, you know, the conversations that are around you. You know, you have to check out their sources. You know, how can someone who who doesn't uh, who isn't taking care of themselves or who doesn't have a medical background, they can really can't speak on anything. When I speak on things about the medical industry or anything related to wellness and health, it's always coming from a valid or validated resource. Um, something very transparent like WebMD or the CDC website, or there's another 
a couple of sites. There's actually four or five sites that I actually go to when there's something that I really want to uh, really dive into to regards of health. But I, I recall uh, before I came across the article on WebD, WebMD to regards of uh, the black hesitancy and mistrust and doubts about this uh, vaccination, I was curious about how diabetes and uh, multi-morbidity uh, rate issue patients, how that tied into uh, COVID. And uh, I'm reminded with some notes um, that people, right off the back, people with diabetes, if they get COVID, it's, <laughs> to summarize, it's, it's just not good. Um, and that's what I wrote in my notes, summarized, all bad. Uh, which means that uh, what, what they were saying on this particular uh, article from WebMD, that a big percentage of those that have died from the COVID uh, variant had diabetes. Uh, what you can expect if you have diabetes uh, and you you get COVID, uh, you, you definitely got to get to the hospital. They're going to put you on the uh, ventilator. You're, you're going to be in ICU. And depending on your age and how you respond to it, we may not see you again. Just pointing out the obvious. Um, those who are overweight and type 2 are, are very at risk, like big time at risk. If they were to uh, contract COVID, um, some of those risk factors, uh, you know, with obesity and cardiovascular disease, kidney disease, uh, you know, it's a complex immune deficiency. Uh, the advice for the diabetic patients, uh, what this one doctor, it was actually a panel of two doctors, um, talking to uh, Mr. White, uh, chief medical officer over at uh, WebMD, uh, speaking on uh, some advice for diabetic patients. And I, I think my thing is like, why wait until you're diagnosed with diabetes? You know all, you know, you go and find, you, and you can go to American Diabetes Resources, diabetes.org and hormone.org to, you know, don't wait until you get something to try to do something. And I'm speaking mostly to the uh, younger generations uh, under 50. Um, I'm sure there's a history in your family bloodline that, you know, you may have some issues with diabetes or heart issue. I don't know too many people who don't have issues. And if they, if they're saying that they don't, that's because they haven't they haven't had a physical exam in God knows how long. And when I think about, you know, I can't get the image out of my head of 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 of, of all the kids in in Miami. You know, they're on cars, and and then the police dispersing uh, black pepper. And, and whatever, they're just trying to get the crowd. They're like, hey, get out of here. You know, go home. Go home. 
go put on a mask. It's a it's a it's an issue, people. It's not just happening in Miami. It's all over the place, and there's all this resistance. Um, and you know, like I said, I was I was in the beginning. I was like vaccination, but I was around people that just you know they just didn't have the intelligence to you know. And and if 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 you have those people around you. You know, you got to ignore it. You got to turn off that switch and, and just go for what you know and look into the resources. And I always said knowing is better than not knowing. Now, I have a theory that a lot of people that are in fear of this vaccination or fear of the doctors or fear of the medical industry, their health is, I would say it's probably already out of control. And even if they were to see a doctor or go to a doctor, or you call that health services, you know, you have to be honest in everything that you say to your doctors. You have to tell them everything. They're going to ask you, do you smoke? Do you smoke weed? Do you drink? How often do you drink? Uh, do you exercise? Do you, uh, do you get some sunlight? Do you take vitamins? What kind of vitamins do you take? They want to know it all because they have to they have to measure you know they you know you're not the only person that's having these issues but everybody's different so you know a lot of people aren't comfortable with talking to doctors and doing this but this this is something you have to get over you gotta get over it uh, I think telehealth is the 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 technology behind telehealth and uh bringing doctors and patients together via the laptop. I mean, we were working on this technology back in 2000. I'm actually, you know, it shouldn't have had to come to a pandemic for this technology to be available for everyone. And that's what we're dealing with now. Uh, the doctors on that panel uh, on WebMD was saying that, you know, they like to... Um, examine their patients from head to toe all the time you know not just oh listen to what they're saying no they want to do the check themselves and when I heard the one doctor saying that I'm like you know I remember you know going to my my physical exam and my doctor was thorough but if if I didn't say certain things or if I didn't share information with him he'd it's just nonchalantly. Oh, okay, all right. You know, just so you gotta you gotta remember that. And and here's the other thing. I kept a health binder at home. So every documentation they gave me, every visit I went to, I would put holes in it if holes weren't already in it for a binder, and I would keep a binder. It call, I called it my health binder. I remember my girlfriend at the time was like look at you with your health binder I said hey you know when you have to go and get the information you need you don't have time to go looking for it you should be able to go to one source and if something happens to you or whatever or people don't know your health background they they should have some information that they can refer to should there be an emergency that's just that's just my forward thinking I, I don't know how people not do that I'm, I'm like you don't have a health binder girl <laughs> you better get you a health binder I mean so I think that's one of the big problems some some folks don't even uh, you know they either don't want to know 
if they got other issues because once you once you go for a checkup you know you got to check everything you know when was the last time you had sex was it protected or unprotected uh, uh how many partners do you have uh you know you got to be straight up honest and some people don't want to know about you know um what they may have or they don't have and i'm like look knowing is half the battle um as i was traveling about i didn't do too much traveling at all once i arrived in the bay area um last year around this time um i waited i didn't get all of my things i left some things because i was in a rush to get out of there once the once i thought it was safe for me to get out or i had the money to get out i got out quick so some of some of my most important things were still in LA and once everything kind of opened up and i was like after july i said you know what i just got to i got to do this i got to i got to get to LA and get my stuff and and drive back so that was that it was a week long or at least 4 or 5 days i was down there like 4 or 5 days getting my stuff getting the truck um getting storage putting my stuff in storage uh throwing stuff away and uh i remember here's the thing i remember being on the bus and this is what i want to say about about uh the images that i saw in miami i'm having this thought now when i when i booked the bus you know uh it was a double decker bus or i'm um, sorry like a, a tour bus hey there's blue jay hey mr blue jay um I, there weren't a lot of people on the bus you know but i think that was the first pickup right the first pickup stop there were maybe like two or three people and people kind of spread out so i was like oh this is cool you know everyone spread out i'm i'm good with this and uh we made a few other stops and by the time we made these stops and we left by the time we left um i don't know what city we were in the bus was full and i was not okay with that i was like oh you got to be kidding me i thought they would at least spread it out where you know one aisle there's no one but there were people sitting right next to each other and and the, and the bus was full i was i was nervous i'm not going to lie i was nervous the bus ended up leaving this elderly lady on one of our food stops and oh man that i i couldn't even imagine i i hope she was all right cuz once we got to the stop people were saying hey you left someone back there we think we don't see this lady and yeah so Um what I want to say is that you know who's to blame for we always on the blame right but someone has to take responsibility for this you know these these kids wouldn't be able to uh travel to Miami if the airlines weren't you know it's like business as usual so uh and i've received the emails you know from different travel sites and 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 hotels you know extended stays oh 40% off for spring break you know 50% off the airlines i'm like why are you enticing people to fly 
And here's the other thing. I went to uh, my brother. That was about a couple months ago. He's like, man, you've been cooped up and isolated by yourself, you know, all this time. Let's go, you know, let's go be around some family in, in Vegas. And I thought about it. I was like, uh, I'm not too, uh, I'm not, I don't know about getting on the plane, you know. But, uh, you know, he works for the airline. So I was like, you know, are they wearing masks. And they, so, yeah, everyone has to wear a mask. Um, and... It, it wasn't no it was a full flight it, it was a full flight there was no one in between me and my brother but a majority of the plane there were children on there there were babies on there and people were traveling uh vegas was kind of closed it was it was it was kind of eerie because uh there weren't a lot of people out and i hadn't been to vegas and god knows how long and uh but you know people were wearing their masks inside the hotels and everywhere so um but if the airlines weren't you know i know they've lost a lot of money but we're talking about a health issue and circulated air they were they were saying like all the airlines got the best technology to keep everything cool whatever whatever I think until we get this thing really, you know, until the vaccinations, until, you know, things are happening. And I see where this is going. I see where it's going. I, I see where it's going. Um, they're going to like start recommending that you in order to travel, we want to see your vaccination report. Otherwise, you don't travel. Hotels. um, how can I speak about the hotel that I stayed in? I don't know. I have a steamer. <laughs> and uh, a lot of places I've been staying, I was steaming everything. You know, steam kills 100% germs, 99.9% without any additives or whatever. It's just hot water. So I would steam everything. I would do that at the school I was working at. Um, some, other, um, some other notes that I took. Uh, advice for diabetic patients uh, exercise your mental health is really really important and always be on point with your complete physical exams uh, so patients with diabetes or obesity cardiovascular need to stay informed meaning follow the COVID uh, notifications here, there, and everywhere. I just came across one on Twitter with uh, Governor Newsom. Uh, it was Cesar Chavez Day, I think, yesterday. Happy Cesar Chavez Day, because his legacy is one for the ages. Uh, they're offering mobile, mobile access for vaccinations for farm workers. Um, so this is the government working you know, people are working to, to, to get this under wraps. It's a health issue. And I think a lot of people aren't taking this serious or, 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 uh, because they haven't been affected. I have lost three people. I know three elder, three elders that I know in my family who have passed. 
from COVID. Now, did I look at the medical record? No. This is what was told to me by other family members. This is what happened. They did have health issues and the COVID thing exasperated. So washing your hands and and wearing a mask, it's serious business. So I'm, I'm taking it serious. So when someone calls me and starts spewing out, you know, oh, this isn't real and that real is like, you know, death is real. And maybe no one's in your family has died, but plenty of people in my family have died. Two is enough. Three is plenty. Respect that. Respect that. Some of the um, points they make here is uh, that I took notes. Stay informed. Follow the guidelines. Maintain social distancing. Um, good judgment. Just always have good judgment. Common sense. I know everybody don't have that, but this is a good time to get it uh, and prepare, prepare to be sick. Uh, th- this is mostly in relation to people with diabetes. But I'm saying, look, even if you don't have diabetes, you don't want it. And these are some this, these are some great points for anyone to take on common sense. Get it. If you ain't got it, get it. Yeah, I'm sure there's an online course for that common sense. Look it up on LinkedIn. And uh, keep 90 days of medication. I believe that's so important because you just never know your caregiver might get uh, might get COVID. And then what? Come on. Um, and there are resources for those who do not have the funds for uh, taking care of themselves. Uh, minority populations have been disproportionately uh, impacted. Um, I like to think I have a lot of optimism and positivity because I do. I was going to talk about um, a few of the things that I read in the Kensington Outlook. There was an a article written by a gentleman, and you could tell his concern was mostly for his children having living the normal life. You know, that's some of the what some of the kids are saying. I want to have a normal life. And, you know, and, and the frustration from the parents. I, I could I could read it. I could feel his emotions as I'm reading this article. And it's more like they're like, open up the schools. You know, this district did it. This district did it. What's the what's the hold up? You know, my kid need to get back to school. I'm saying this about about everything and in particular with schools. This is an opportunity to to know your children. I think passing your children on to a school system, you know, um, for the day, you know, feeling like they can do the best job. I, I think this is a time to connect with your children and and modify your schedule and plans. I get it. They don't get to see their friends. Well, I don't get to see my friends. Look, I was sick so much as a kid. I saw him when I saw him. Whatever. Uh, normal life. What is normal life? This kid is looking at, at TV and TV programs. And that's supposed to be normal? Like, that's not normal. This is, this is, these are, these are, these are, this is non-fictional stuff. This is stuff created to make you look like, you know, this is normal. This is normal. Children are learning from, look, I don't have any children. I can't speak on it. I feel it. I get it. But, you know, look, 
I grew up during a time where, you know, shootings in school started to occur. I just would not be safe uh, having children going to public schools or any school, tell the truth. Homeschooling would be where it's at. I would create a room with all the technology they need, including cameras to monitor uh, what their activities are and just have a better relationship with my child. That's it. Um, life goes on, life moves on. I know they want to have some normalcy in their life, but I mean, look at the past hundred years, look where we love, where we've gone, where we've advanced, you know, this normalcy thing, this going back to a normal life. There's nothing normal. There's nothing that's ever been normal. There's nothing ever been normal about me. I know that much, (laughs) you know, and, um, if you're part of this, you know, I want to get back to this. I want to get back to that. I mean, people trip me out, you know, it tripped me out to see people at restaurants sitting out and just not social distancing and just talking like nothing is, oh, thank God the pandemic's over. You know, we got vaccinations. That was, that was the image I got. I walked around the other day and I could see this. I'm like, not good, not good. What's funny is when I see people walking and they may not have their mask on and they see me you know, less a few feet away and, and then they put their mask on. Then they put their mask on. Me, I just keep it on. So, hey, we're running out of time. This is part three. I'm going to stop because I'm getting hungry. I'm going to have to go over to Simi Freddy's and give me a cookie. I need a ginger cookie. Best cookies. Those are the best cookies next to my own. So that's why I keep visiting. Hey, for the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, I hope this series has informed you enough to make some solid decisions about your life and your family's life. All right. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast, peace.